Well, we're coming to the end of the year, and I realized I had a couple of extra lakes of the week. We had some other things come up on Thursday, so a couple of weeks we didn't get a lake of the weekend. Too good of interviews not to air, so we're doing a double feature today on a couple of different Lake LaSalle's. Stick around, it's coming up next. If I had a bar for every time my line got stopped. Paul Bunyan. Country is presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. We're checking in with Andy Thompson. He's the ex- acting area fisheries supervisor out of the Bemidji office. And the lake we're uh, looking at today is Big LaSalle. First of all, Andy, welcome to the show. And uh, Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about Big LaSalle. There are several LaSalle lakes, <laughs> kind of all kind of in that same area. Um, but, so where is that general area where we're going to find this lake? Okay, yeah, it can be a little confusing when you start talking to somebody about uh, Big LaSalle Lake or one of the LaSalle lakes. Um, Big LaSalle is just north of Itasca State Park, and it's on uh, LaSalle Creek. And there's, like you say, several uh, LaSalle lakes there. And Big LaSalle is the uppermost lake on the on the chain, upstream most. But since um, LaSalle Creek flows north, it's actually the furthest one south, and it's in Clearwater County. Okay. Um, and as you move north along that, you'll come to Middle, Middle LaSalle, and then what people t- typically just call LaSalle Lake or Lower LaSalle, which is the, the bigger, really deep one on, the, on the, the furthest north end of that chain that eventually flows to the Mississippi. So, Andy, uh, on that lake, um, it looks like a lot of Minnesota lakes. There's a, there's some panfish, there's some bass, there's some northerns, uh, but there's also some walleyes on that lake. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting case study of walleye management on that lake. Um, I think the first survey that uh, was ever done on there wasn't until 1976, which is kind of, uh, you know, a lot of lakes had a, had an earlier survey than that. Um, and at that time, they discovered a, a what appeared to be a naturally sustaining walleye population and uh, ha- hadn't had any walleyes stocked in there for quite a long time, and yet there were still walleyes there. And then as, as gradually as things opened up and there was an access put in and, a f- you know, a few more cabins on the lake, uh, uh, we've discovered over time that the, the walleye population wasn't sustaining itself very well anymore, and we had entered into a fingerling stocking program, which which seems to help those walleyes, um, that, you know, help that population out 
um, and make it a, a fishable population again. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at uh, the most recent survey that's available on on your website, and it's it's been a while, but at that time it was over four fish per net, and uh, the average uh, in, in the gillnet survey, the average weight was over two pounds. So that's that's a real nice population. Yeah, yeah, pretty nice uh, population, and in, in a small lake like that, it's only uh, about just over 200 acres, with a maximum depth of about 48 feet, and the the shoreline breaks drop off pretty quickly so those kind of lakes are typically hard to survey anyway and and hard to get good net catches so in a, in a situation like that that's a pretty good net catch and uh, people seem to be happy with that uh, plenty of northerns in that lake as well but uh, I, I was impressed by the fact that even with a good number of northern the average weight was almost two and a half pounds and that's not too bad yeah, it, it, it does have a fairly nice northern pike population, uh, low density, which which helps with growth and and having a nice average sized fish in there. And also in that, you know, kind of rare for a, a smaller lake like that, it does have a population of ciscos, or also called tulabies, which uh, really helps those pike achieve some nicer sizes and, and grow a little faster. Uh, crappies, bluegills, bass, um, do we have good numbers and good sizes there? What, what's the story with those species? Yeah, our, our uh, standard sampling data doesn't do a real good job of, of capturing that, uh, especially with those steep shoreline breaks. Um, it's kind of hard to, to set a trap net and, and get good catches on there. But, but they're definitely present in, in decent numbers and, and uh, you know, I'm sure they, that size-wise, you know, the, the panfish, the crappies and bluegills cycle back and forth a little bit, but uh, definitely can find some, some good panfishing opportunities and, and bass fishing opportunities there. What kind of a lake as far as um, uh, the vibe is it? Is this one of those lakes in the middle of the woods you can get away from it at all, or is it well-developed with a lot of traffic? I, I've, I've never been there, so I'm not sure. Yeah, it's pretty lightly developed, and you, you kind of – have to be looking for it. even when you are looking for it you, you gotta pay attention where where you're driving it's uh you know some gravel roads and a, a little township owned access and uh it's very lightly developed and very scenic it's a very scenic area if you if you ever have driven north of itasca state park uh it's a real pretty area i uh i love lakes like that where you can get away from it all and see some nice shoreline usually you know, you'll see some wildlife, and there'll be ducks and loons and turtles and all th- kinds of things like that. I love to take when I would well, when they were all in the house. I love to take my kids there in those days to lakes like that. Yep, yep. He'll be in for a, a good day, no matter how the fishing turns out. Well, how can we get to that access specifically? Well, from uh, the easiest uh, way to to start from, at least in in uh, on a map, is from. Itasca State Park and go north on County Road 2, Clearwater County 2, uh, up to a little um, town, which doesn't appear to be a town at all, but town of Vern. And then you want to take off on uh, to the east on Township Road 108. Uh, follow that around just a, a few miles until you find 200th Street and then go east again to LaSalle Drive, and that'll wind you around back down into that uh, township access. 
Okay. Actually, county-owned access, Clearwater County. All right. Sounds like a, a fun getaway uh, and, and, and a cool place to take uh, take the family for a boating uh, adventure yep. occasionally. Yep. It's Big LaSalle Lake. It's our Lake of the Week. Andy Thompson, the Acting Area Fisheries Supervisor with all the details. Hey, Andy, uh, one final question before we wrap it up. Uh, any issues with AIS in that lake? None that we know of. Uh, we have not found anything there yet. And, uh, you know, it's pretty lightly lightly traveled and, and uh, not too many people going in and out of there most of the time. So that, I think, has, has helped it escape uh, the AIS so far. And underscoring the point, if you are going there and uh, you are going to bring your boat, please make sure you've uh, taken care of business because uh, still about 90% of the waters, even though we hear about the big ones a lot, 90% of our waters or so still don't have AIS in them, so we want to keep it that way. That's right. Andy, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Captain. As I noted at the outset, we had a couple of extra Lake of the Week interviews that we have not aired yet. They were too good not to air, so we're doing a double dip today. We just talked Big LaSalle. Now we're going to talk just plain old LaSalle. And not just the lake, but the very cool recreation center, too. Mike Kelly from the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office is up next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tech. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country is presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Final week of the show for the year, and we had a couple of extra Lake of the Week features to get in, so it's bonus Lake of the Week double feature day today. Earlier, we heard about Big LaSalle. Now, we're hearing about LaSalle. We're checking in with Mike Kelly. He's a fishery specialist with the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office. And, uh, Mike, first of all, thanks for taking time today. Thanks for having us, Kev. This is one of the highlights. We get to talk about some of our, our lakes, maybe a little more off the beaten path that people can check out. Well, well this one is uh, definitely off the beaten path, although maybe not as much as it used to now that it is part of a state recreation area. But uh, we're talking Lake LaSalle here, and we were talking off the air, Mike. Uh, this, uh, this became a, a unique area around 2011 or so when they finished purchasing all the land around LaSalle. And that entire lake now falls within a uh, within a state recreation area. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool piece of property around. Uh, I mean, really one of the deepest inland natural lakes we have in the state. Um, but yeah, all the property surrounding the lake, um, from the inlet to the outlet, is owned by the the DNR, and it's a state recreational area. And uh, even north, uh, where there's a creek that flows out of the Salt Lake in the Mississippi River, um, is also a scenic and natural area that's just north of uh, County Road Eleven or County Road Nine there. Um, and as a state recreation area, you need your state park permit to, to drive in there, right? That's correct. Um, so there is uh, a boat launch, um, a campground, and uh, a picnic area, and a fishing pier all there. But um, all of them, if you're going to drive in, you got to have a, a state park permit on your vehicle. And uh, a lot of people are uh, kind of nearby at Itasca State Park and can get it there, or otherwise people can do it online also. Okay. Now, this is a really unique lake. It's a couple hundred acres, 238 or so. Um, it's a very narrow lake, almost like a very wide part of the river, and incredibly deep, and <laughs> very, very deep. Yeah, it's, it's, it is by far the deepest lake we have in the area, and uh, depending on who you ask, there are some mine pits that are deeper, but uh, 
some people consider it the deepest natural lake um, with entirely within Minnesota. So we have it as 213 feet deep, um, but I think the average depth of the lake is about 85 feet deep. Um, and a lot of lakes, we look at littoral area, which is like the shallow area that plants grow and can really grow some fish. And uh, out of those 238 acres, only 16 acres is that littoral area. And that's just basically that shoreline as it drops off to deeper water. So what do we find along that shoreline? <laughs> uh, most of the fish species people are used to seeing in our lakes are in LaSalle. Um, so it's got a, a pretty good northern pike population. Um, it's got walleyes, largemouth bass. Um, yellow perch, black crappies, uh, we see blue, bluegills, um, rock bass, some pumpkin seeds, even some bullheads and white suckers and uh, short headrest red horse. Okay. Um, it likely has whitefish also. Um, we're, we were supposed to survey it this summer. We'll see if we do. Um, but that was one of the things we're going to try to set some nets to target is to see if we had uh, whitefish in there also. Well, the the survey that's on the website is from 2010, so it's probably not completely accurate, but based on the what I'm seeing from then, uh, although the numbers of walleye weren't huge, the average size was very nice, same and, and a pretty good solid population of northern at that time, and again, uh, a pretty good average size. Yeah, I think, I think you're right on all accounts there. So we do not stock uh, LaSalle with walleye, so... Um, the walleye that are there are uh, naturally producing there. Or, um, likely we're seeing some come up from the Mississippi River. Um, but, yeah, the the last time we sampled it in 2010, like you said, it ranged in size from 12 to 28 inches. And, I mean, there was fish all over the board between those sizes. Um, and one of the good things we have in LaSalle is we have tulipi in LaSalle. Um, but since LaSalle is so deep and cold, um, our tulipi don't grow very large. Most of them are four to six inches long which are perfect little, I like to call them little snicker bars for, uh, for some of those predators. They can, they can grow real healthy on those tulipi. Okay. Um, oftentimes when, when a lake is that deep or is very deep, you, you get some uh, trout in there, but not, not LaSalle. No, not LaSalle. So when we, uh, when we got the property along LaSalle, that was one of the things we had been asked. And we actually, uh, for a couple summers and winters, went out and did dissolved oxygen testing where we um, go out to that 213-foot hole and uh, take dissolved oxygen measurements from the surface um, down. And uh, what we found is that um, in the summer, uh, we pretty much ran out of oxygen around 30 feet deep. Um, so that kind of takes it out of the running to be able to sport lake trout. Um, with that big tulipy population that we have in there, um, they would compete directly if we tried to stop stock uh, rainbow trout there. So uh, for the time being, we're, we're not managing it for trout at all. We are talking about Lake LaSalle and the LaSalle Lake Recreation Area with Mike Kelly from the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. You mentioned that there had been some special regs put on that lake. What were those regs and are they still in effect? Yeah, because of that limited littoral zone, um, the lake just isn't as productive as, as most of the lakes you see in the area. So most of the species have a limit that's half the statewide limit. Um, oh, okay. The walleye, the walleye possession limit is two, so that's a third. Um, the largemouth bass are catch and release only. Yellow perch possession is ten. Crappie possession is five. Uh, sunfish possession is five. And uh, the northern pike actually follows the statewide uh, limit of ten fish, um, where there's a 20 to 26 inch protected slot and no more than two over 26 inches and we actually tried to reduce the northern pike limit uh initially 
Um, but that actually came at a time when the legislator had limited us to how many lakes could have special northern pike regulations. So that's why that follows the statewide regulation and everything else as a special limit. Gotcha. Have you seen uh, traffic and pressure on that lake increase since the opening of the uh, state recreation area? Obviously, there's been more pressure since we got a public access there, um, but there always has kind of been a campground, and there's a couple cabins along the lake that are still there. Um, so there was pressure before. Um, now there's a little bit more, but uh, really it's a lake to enjoy it. There's pretty much um, no buildings on most of the lake. You can see around the entire area there's some really cool um, the real steep shorelines on both sides and a lot of wood uh, laying out in the lake, and it's just it's a beautiful place to be. Well, it sounds phenomenal. You know, I, I, I only live, don't live that far away. There's no reason why I haven't been there yet other than uh, maybe some laziness. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's one of those things. We talk about this a lot, Mike, uh, all these lakes we have. There's so many little ones hidden away here, hidden away there, that uh, we'll never see them all. But this one with the, with the state recreation area, it's just ideal for a weekend camping trip. Yep, it's it's a great place. There's actually, as part of that uh, state recreational area, there's uh, 39 camping sites that are kind of more tailored towards uh, like RVs or pull-behind campers. They have electric water and sewer hookups. They got um, laundry and showers there. Um, There's also two um, uh, cabins they have there that are still there uh, that are usually open from a fishing opener through um, Thanksgiving time frame that people can reserve and... uh, you're not right on the lake in any of those, but you're just a short walk to the lake. Okay. Do you know uh, if there's any changes due to COVID-19 regarding the, the, the use of that facility? Yeah, right now pretty much all campgrounds are shut down in the state, um, or the state campgrounds at least are shut down until um, everything is listed. So we're day tripping. So, we're yeah, for now we're day tripping. You can go there for the day, but you can't stay overnight, um, hopefully, uh, people will be able to use it soon, but uh, we'll just have to watch the news and see. Well, tell us uh, exactly how we will get to uh, Lake LaSalle and to the uh, LaSalle State Recreation Area. So uh, LaSalle Lake is kind of located between uh, Bethesda and Itasca State Park. Um, so if you're coming from Bemidji, you go south on Highway 71, um, take a right on the Cardinal 9, which is the um, lake on the south side of Lake Plantagenet, and you go um, I think it's about 16 miles, and you'll see the big signs for LaSalle Lake State Recreational Area and Campground. That's one entrance. Um, the next entrance before you hit the lake is the driveway to the access. And then you cross the river. You can see the lake to your left, and after that is uh, where there's a fishing pier and kind of a uh, campground area, and there's actually a canoe launch into the, the creek there, too. Oh, wow. Um, if you're coming from Park Rapids area, where we are, uh, you head north on 71, uh, take a left onto Highway 200. And uh, kind of near the north entrance of Itasca State Park, you'd take a right on the Kiner Road 2, and then another right on the Kiner Road 40. Um, once that hits the uh, county line, that turns into Kiner Road 9. And uh, the same deal, the, the first driveway is going to be the um, canoe launch and picnic area. Right after you cross the outlet of the South Lake, you'll see the boat launch to the right. And then the next one is going to be the bigger uh, campground entrance. Okay. And the key thing to remember, there's like... I don't know. It seems like there's like 30 LaSalle lakes over there. The one we're looking for is one that's just named LaSalle. Not Big LaSalle, not Middle LaSalle, just LaSalle. Correct. It's named LaSalle. Some people refer to it as Laurel LaSalle, but it is uh, right off of County Road 9 in that area, and it is just LaSalle Lake. 
All right. Mike Kelly is a fishery specialist out of the Park Rapids area office telling us about a really cool spot to check out in our in Paul Bunyan country if you haven't before, the LaSalle State Recreation Area and Lake LaSalle on it. A really cool lake uh, with it'll give you plenty of plenty of adventure out there. Mike, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Kevin. If you guys have any more questions, you can always contact us at the Park Rapids Fisheries Office and we answer any more questions you have. As I noted, this is the final week of Fish in Paul Bunyan Country. That doesn't mean we're done talking outdoors, of course. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors starts next week, but that'll be a weekly every Thursday, 1 p.m. and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on KBUN-FM 104.5. And the podcast will be available every Thursday afternoon as well. I plan to have a fishing feature each week plus another outdoor feature each and every week starting next Thursday. But before we're done with Fish and Paul Bunyan Country this year, we have a few more great programs coming up, including Steve Batson getting us ready for fall and winter fishing tomorrow. Then Thursday, our final Lake of the Week feature, and Thursday and Friday, our annual two-part end-of-the-year State of the Fishery with Northwest Regional Fisheries Supervisor Henry Drews. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us. Fish Paul Bunyan. Country! Country!